Thanks for watching Coping with COVID-19. I'm Haley Wooden. We don't have a COVID-19 news update for you. We're recording this on Wednesday as we did for today's interview, which is worth listening to. Have some advice and guidance around credit, debt, and when and why individuals should apply for federal benefits. But if you're looking for news on COVID-19 as it relates to BC, British Columbians, and the BC economy, stay tuned to BIV.com. We will have coverage on any government updates over the long weekend, as well as additional news coming to you. Thanks so much for watching. Here's our interview. Credit counselors in Canada have seen a surge of new clients asking for assistance and guidance around what they need to do to make it through, to get by, looking how to access certain government programs, for example, and really navigate some of the financial challenges they may be dealing with as a result of COVID-19. This is the topic we'll be discussing today in our daily Coping with COVID-19 video. And my guest to walk us through this, Adriana Molina, Communications Manager at Credit Canada. Adriana, I hope you're doing well, and thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you for having me. And yes, I am doing well, thankfully. <laughs> Yes, really glad to hear that. I can yeah. see you of us working from home. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the new age. Exactly. Now, I want to ask you, we've had Credit Canada on the show before, and one thing that was true before COVID-19 was the fact that Canadian households were carrying fairly high levels of debt with those numbers increasing over time. What are some of the questions you're getting now about Canadians around servicing that debt and about potentially taking on more debt during the COVID-19 pandemic? So right now we're seeing a lot of people are experiencing a lot of confusion. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of good information out there, but there's also a lot of confusion as to what that information means to them specifically. So what we're seeing right now is that people right now are in crisis mode. They are just trying to develop a plan to survive at this point. They need to know how much income they're going to expect in the next month or two, and then how much uh, they're going to need in order to service all of their financial obligations, such as their debt. Right now, we're not seeing people, too many people concerned so much about debt repayment at this point. They're more about just being able to manage with their, um, with their monthly expenses and with whatever income they are going to be seeing in the coming months. So, um, but the important point is you need to have a, a plan in place right now because that, that's not just going to go away. Yes, there are lots of great programs and, um, and uh, relief plans that creditors are providing at this point, but it's only for a period of time. Uh, and once that period is over, you're still going to have your debt and it might look different um, because of those uh, relief programs that you took on because you needed to. Let's dive into that a little bit more because I know, for example, many Canadian lenders and banks offering mortgage deferrals, for example, but it is just mm -hmm. a deferral. You're not getting a free month or months of mortgage. What are some no. things that Canadians should consider before accessing a program like that? Well, everyone needs to understand that these are programs in place because they're a necessity. They're not a free card for anyone. These are things that people uh, need to take because they have to, not because they want to. So things that you need to know if you are considering taking a, um, a mortgage deferral, for example, um, you need to speak to your, to your financial institution that's providing this and you need to, you need to ask them um, whether or not the interest is going to continue to accrue while uh, you don't pay. And if that is the case, um, your monthly uh, payments, or if you're doing biweekly, those payments might be higher 
by the end of this deferral uh, grace period that they're providing um, if the interest continues to, to accumulate. Now, um, different banks and different creditors are, are providing different concessions and different options for, um, for clients. So it's not like a one size fits all. It's not like a blanket thing that all banks are doing. It depends on who your bank is. And uh, you also have to understand that um, there might be an impact on your credit rating if you do take that payment, uh, uh, that, that payment deferral option. Because traditionally, before COVID, if you did take a payment holiday on your mortgage, it, in most cases, it would impact your credit rating. Uh, it would show up on your credit rating. So um, it's important to understand what you're committing to if that is an option for you. And the best thing that you can do is to contact your creditor to ask. I've seen some reports about potentially granting some relief around credit card interest rates. Would that be a similar situation? Again, people having to be very mindful that that could impact their credit rating. Again, it, it depends on, on the financial institution. It depends on the credit card company. But um, there might be consequences to taking those relief programs um, at the end of the grace period that you have to be aware of. Maybe not. Maybe the case is, you know, you get that um, interest relief. You know, in most cases, it's they're cutting it down by 50%. So instead of 20%, it's down to like uh, 10 or 11%. So you get that, um, that interest relief for a period of time. And then at the end of the period, the grace period, everything goes back to normal. That could be the case. But it might not be the case. So you have to understand and speak to your creditor. Okay, if I accept this right now, um, what is what are my payments going to look like three months from now? What are my payments going to look like six months from now? Is it going to impact my credit rating? Is it going to impact my credit score? Ask these questions. In most cases, you're probably going to get a good answer, but it's, it's better to know than not know. Absolutely. And so important too, to think beyond the immediate short term, which can be difficult when you're in crisis mode, as you put it, but to think about how this will set you up to be financially stable or instable in three months, six months, a year from now. You mentioned there's some uncertainty or perhaps confusion around government benefits. What are you advising individuals to think through if they're considering accessing a program like EI or some of the other benefits that have been put on the table? Uh, if you're confused, well, the government has done an excellent job on providing resources, up-to-date resources, easy links um, to up-to-date information. They've done a fantastic job on putting up-to-date information out there. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. We understand that. So um, if you go to creditcanada.com, we have a, a COVID-19 financial resource center where we provide um, all of these um, important links, information, tools, guides, um, where basically we kind of sift through all of the all of the internet information and bring you the best of the best so that it's just easy, quick. We tell you why you would want to go to these links, um, how you would access them. And if you need extra help, you can always book an over-the-phone counseling session with uh, one of our credit counselors. It's free and they can actually guide you through on how to access these benefits. It's a really great resource. Thanks so much for mentioning that. I'm curious if there are Canadians who are entertaining the idea of taking on more debt just to get by, perhaps because government benefits on the table are just not enough for them to meet their needs. Yeah, we understand that. And yes, there are many Canadians right now that right now they're just seeing things are not balancing out on their budget and they're going to either have to miss a mortgage payment or not pay um, a credit card bill or cut down on some kind of essential um, expense that they have in order to make ends meet. So 
right now, as you mentioned earlier, they're in crisis mode. So we understand that a lot of people are trying to look for extra cash flow in any way that they can get it. And when you do, when you make decisions out of fear and you don't take enough time to actually uh, investigate and see what you are committing to, you make a lot of poor decision making, especially when you're doing it in, 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 a, in a panic state. So what we're telling people is do not take out a payday loan. If you are going to see a decrease in your income, there's no way that you'll be able to not only pay back that payday loan within two weeks, but and then also meet all of your additional monthly expenses. So what you're going to end up doing is that you're going to end up in one of those payday loan cycles where you're trying to take out payday loan after payday loan, trying to catch up, and then you never do. And then once you get to that point, now you're going to have to look at different options, debt relief options, such as um, you know um, maybe a consumer proposal. Hopefully you won't get to that, that to that point in terms of insolvency, but maybe you have to look at a repayment program or, or some kind of other form of, of intervention. So best thing to do is avoid um, second tier lenders, high, high interest credit. Uh, we know it's very tempting, but um, it'll, it'll do a lot more damage than good, especially if you're going to see an inc- a decrease in your income somehow. And we never recommend depending using credit in order to sustain yourself. But if you're at the point where you're considering a payday loan or one of those high interest credit um, loans, uh, it would be much more better if you went to your institution, your bank, and asked them um, what kind of options they can provide you with. Uh, if you have an option of getting um, a home equity line of credit, that might be a better option than going to, that, that is a better option than going to a payday loan. So um, it's almost like you, know, you have to pe- pick the less of all the evils. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the place we find ourselves in. But yeah, of course, we're trying to make the best uh, financially stable decisions that we can, even if we are in crisis mode. I want to walk through kind of two general scenarios with you. The first being if someone finds himself laid off temporarily or permanently laid off as a result of COVID-19, what are some of the steps they should be taking now or best practices they should follow? Uh, Number one, get a budget in place. You need to know how much you need in order to sustain yourself, especially um, in the next month or two. So if you don't have a budget, we understand a lot of people, um, they, they really hate working, having to work on a budget. Uh, if you go to creditcanada.com, there's a free downloadable budget that you can, a budget planner that you can download. And it's really simple to use. You just plug in your numbers, your monthly expenses. Uh, so get a budget in place. Number two, start cutting costs. If you have a gym membership, there's no point in keeping that right now. I know it's, it's good to help small businesses, but I mean, you can't sacrifice your own well-being um, in order to support others. So you have to make cuts where you can. Like if you have subscriptions that you won't be using, if you can, you have to cut down on, on even, you know, your groceries, if you have to uh, cut down on takeout, on food delivery services, anything that you can, you have to start cutting back. And if you want to know how much you could save, if you have a smoking habit, this is a great time to cut that out right now. Um, so uh, we have a budget calculator on our website. So that way you can um, play around to see if you cut out this expense, how much could you actually save so that you can see how much extra income you can actually get. Uh, so get a budget in place, start cutting out your expenses, um, access those government programs, EI, get on that as soon as you can. Uh, you should also look into that new curb benefit that the government has put in, into place and see if that's an option for you. So 
um, trying to get some source of income during these coming months is your is a top priority. And um, if you need help, if you need guidance, if you are overwhelmed, contact a not-for-profit credit counseling agency like Credit Canada and book an appointment, a free appointment consultation with a credit counselor because they these are people who are experts when it comes to a financial crisis. They're like financial crisis first responders. They're the ones that are the closest to creditors, so they'll know what kind of programs creditors are providing to different uh, clients based on your circumstance. Um, they also know about government programs, community programs, uh, food banks, if you need it. Like they, they, they have their hands in the community from a financial support perspective. So uh, they're a great resource and they're a free resource, which is so helpful at this point. Absolutely. A lot of good insights there. And I imagine a lot of what you just said will apply to this second scenario I want to ask you about. For Canadians who may be worried about losing their job, but they haven't had any kind of reduction in employment, but want to be prepared and proactive and maybe do some worst case scenario planning, what are some mm-hmm. things they can do today to ensure that if the worst case scenario happens, if they lose their job, they are a little bit more prepared? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, because right now you're in a really good spot and uh, you can take proactive measures if that's the case. So at this point, what you should be doing is, it's almost like you're approaching it like as if you've been already laid off. So you wanna start cutting expenses, that way those savings can start going into an emergency savings plan, just in case something does happen. There's some extra cash that you can have accessible um, there for you. So start cutting back on certain expenses um, if you can. Uh, start doing the research of how to apply for EI and what you would need to do and what kind of paperwork you would need to have in place um, to see that way as soon as you kind of get the feeling that something's going to happen you can hit the ground running and already start accessing accessing, um, different income sources. Uh, Also start, um, it's a good time to also, just because a lot of people have been laid off doesn't mean that there's no jobs out there. Delivery services right now are actually booming, e- e-commerce as well, um, some grocery stores as well. So, I mean, it might be worth it to a lot of people to take on a temporary position uh, if that's something that, um, if your income is going to be reduced, to so start poking around and seeing what jobs might be available to you if you were to lose your job or have reduced um, hours. And again, it's always helpful to uh, get free expert advice from a credit counselor. So go to creditcanada.com and book a free appointment because uh, at least then they'll, what they'll do is that they'll go through your budget for you. They'll create one for you. Um, they can also go through all of your debt relief options. If you do have debt and you, you're kind of worried about managing that debt right now, um, they can give you all of your debt repayment options and debt relief options and go through the pros and cons of each one and how each option might um, impact you differently depending on your situation. And uh, they'll sift through all of the information for you and give you a game plan if uh, you were to see reduced income uh, by losing your job or having reduced hours. Mm -hmm. Priority one seems to be both for Canadians and governments to just get us through this. But I think a little bit about where we might be once we are through it. Canada's Mm -hmm. had a fairly strong economy over the last number of years. BC, where I am, where our listeners largely are, has had a very strong economy. That might mm-hmm. not be the case once we make it through and individuals might find themselves having taken on more debt or deferred payments that now come due in this new reality. What kind of things are you telling people to consider about their financial situation, be it three, six, or even a year from now? 
It's important to have, if you have debt, it's important to have a debt repayment plan and make sure that it's realistic. And so have a plan in place, even if you don't have to push the go button on it just yet, you can always push the go on it three months from now, six months from now when you can, but have one in place just because um, you need to do some projections here and uh, you need to understand what's in store for you financially. That way you can make the best decisions for yourself right now so that you'll be in a good, in a good position to deal with those kinds of um, financial obligations that you might have six months down the road. So what I'm hoping to see from all of this is um, we always see when people come out of a crisis, they almost become um, crisis experts. So uh, afterwards at the, uh, on the other side of it. So like we saw in the U S after the 2008, 2009 recession, all of a sudden um, they became, uh, they started saving more. They started taking on less, um, less credit products or being more cautious when they took on uh, different credit products. Um, they start taking on less debt. Uh, so we saw these changes in the way in people's attitudes towards money and, and money management and their debts um, after going through a crisis. And what we're hoping is that um, this was a little bit of a wake up call for everybody to understand. We were living in a bubble. We thought we always talked about having an emergency fund uh, three to six months worth of your salary just in case. How many people actually have that? Not many. How many people will? In 2021, 2022, 2023, I think a lot more. That's a really good tip and something to certainly think about. Adriana, a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing the resources you mentioned and your insight. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking to you. That's Adriana Molina, Communications Manager at Credit Canada. CreditCanada.com was mentioned for some resources if you want to do some budget planning or you have some questions. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back with another daily Coping with COVID video on Monday.